It's good to be here this evening. Um, I appreciate the opportunity, but it's not for a great reason. But I think as Brother Lee said Wednesday night, nothing surprises God. God didn't look around today and go, uh-oh, Ryan's sick today. What are we going to do? <laughs> so, uh, we just hope they're all better soon. <clears throat> well, it is uh, Thanksgiving time, and so on uh, super short notice, I decided we'd talk about some of that this evening. Anybody fill out this part of their bulletin? I know Miss uh, <clears throat> Jessica was working on hers. I saw her working on it a while ago, and I stopped and talked to her for a minute about it. Um, that's a interesting thing. She uh, She's not in here right now. She used a word that was a biblical word, not a common word, because <laughs> she needed one to fill in one of those blanks. And I'm thinking, yeah, that could be an issue. But... Uh, it's, it's a really good thought there, and so if you uh, have time, make you a, a puzzle out of that and, and fill those in, think about that. Okay, since it's Thanksgiving, we might as well talk about, I'm going to have trouble with this thing, I can already tell. We might as well talk about Thanksgiving, the history of it a little bit. Um, interesting. The first Thanksgiving that significantly recorded in the United States of America happened in 1619 in the state of Virginia. In 1621, there is some records of the pilgrims at Plymouth in what is now the state of Massachusetts uh, having a Thanksgiving service, meal, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so the argument is on. And I didn't realize there was that big of an argument until I did some research. Uh, <clears throat> but hey, Texas comes in second. According to history, and there's records of it, in 1598, which is well before the Pilgrims in 1621, in San Elysio, Texas, there was a Thanksgiving meal done. But, like I said, we come in second. Anybody offhand know what the oldest city in the United States of America is considered? It's considered to be St. Augustine, Florida. And in 1565, they had a Thanksgiving uh, meal, uh, whatever you want to call it. So... Um, <laughs> And then 1631 and 1635, and, and then it became common in the 1660s. But uh, it is interesting. A lot of the ones that record history say that much of what comes to us as Thanksgiving was because of things that happened in Europe, because of wars, famines, earthquakes, floods, all kinds of things. And so when you really think about it, you look at the scriptures, there's been special times of thanksgiving throughout the scriptures, so it would make sense that throughout history in different times there have been thanksgiving times set aside. Um, it, George Washington is responsible for a lot of the organized um, of it becoming a holiday. I'm not saying he did that, but he kind of started it as a national thing and then it 
after, especially after the Civil War, it became very, um, and then it became a legal holiday and all kinds of things that you're aware of. Now, according to the best records that could be kept and are things that are known at the whichever first Thanksgiving you, <laughs> you want to, to uh, give credit for, but they're talking about Virginia or Massachusetts primarily. Lobster, swan, and seal were the primary meats served at the first Thanksgiving. Anybody had a seal steak lately? Uh, I'm not going to go too far there anyway, but also on the flip side of that, best estimates, there was absolutely no pies, no cakes, because they brought their sugar over on the on the ship, and by the time that it got to Thanksgiving in late November, early to late November, they had used most of the sugar up, so there was nothing available to make desserts out of. So I guess the way we've adapted Thanksgiving might have some benefits. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the turkey over the seal, I think, any day. And uh, I like the desserts especially. So anyway, that's a little bit of history. That was free, it didn't cost a thing. Um, but it is, uh, it is kind of interesting. I had no idea that there was a, I mean, I should have, there's been religious wars over everything, but basically there's a religious war over who gets credit for the first Thanksgiving in, in our country, in North America. So whatever, um, I'm just thankful that we have a country to be thankful for and that God has blessed us mightily over the past centuries. <clears throat> We're just going to talk for a little while this evening uh, about being thankful, thanks, and um, do a couple of things that are not uh, real common anymore. Um, Brother Gary and I were talking out in the hall this morning, so uh, we're going to do a couple, three verses here in a little bit. But I'd like to invite your attention to Psalms 107, first of all, and we're going to read the first two verses, and then we're going to jump off from there into some other areas. Psalms 107, verses 1 and 2. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the land of the enemy. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the privilege to be here this evening. Lord, thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins. Lord, thank you for this church and for the members of this church and for the visitors that come to our church. And Lord, we're thankful for our pastor and his family for his leadership here. And I pray, Lord, that you would uh, help them soon to be well, that um, whatever seems to be plaguing their family would soon be gone and they would be all healthy and back uh, in the places that they uh, wish and, and desire to serve you in, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you'll bless the service this evening. Again, thank you for all that you do, Lord, and we love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Uh, there's a saying, oh, that men would praise the Lord. You know, I don't think we praise the Lord enough uh, most times anymore. It's, it seems that life gets to be... Uh, a drudgery oftentimes, uh, 
we get so entangled, involved in things that are going on, but we need to be thankful constantly, and we need to praise the Lord constantly. Um, I, I found some notes from December of 19, and it had my name on it, and I'm thinking, did I speak two years ago? And I have no idea, because I usually make references to where and when I spoke at what location. I have no idea where to, I have these notes from, but they are dated a couple of years ago. But um, it's about thanks, and there are hundreds and hundreds of verses in the Scripture that talk about thanks and thanksgiving and thankful. And so uh, we couldn't begin to cover all of those this evening. But I, I do know that the Bible says it over and over again, and I do know that it's good for us to be thankful. I made some notes. Um, they say February, uh, March the 5th of 1989, so that gives you an idea how partially how old I am and uh, how long ago it was. But I made notes in there that I got from some uh, information. And at that time, medically speaking, 80% of all gastrointestinal, I don't think I can say that word, gastrointestinal problems were stress-related, according to the medical world. Most of the times that we have a, a sick feeling in our stomach or those type of things, it's because of stress. I know stress is much related to heart problems as well. There's no question about that. Um, and a lot of that comes from us looking at things from the wrong perspective. Um, and certainly there are a lot of things that happen in life that we didn't really want to see happen, but yet God knew those things were going to happen. He placed things in our lives that ultimately they strengthen us, and that's the whole point, is that we become stronger in Him. And so we should be able to be thankful for the things that he brings in our lives, whether or not they seem to be good, because the Bible does tell us that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Uh, whether we, and we'll never understand that fully, but we know that it to be true because the Bible says it. So we're going to take a break now from that, and we're going to do three verses of Bible drill. Now, Gary tells me that that used to be a regular thing in, in uh, Victory Baptist Church, and that Miss Craigle, who can't be in here anymore, won it every time. And that is always amazing to me. There's always one person in a group that gets there faster. I never understood that. I do know, as I told Gary, for the most part, the more inexpensive Bible you have, the faster it is, because the more expensive Bible, the paper is thinner, it's made differently, and they stick together more. But a less expensive Bible, the pages will fan much more quickly. So we just decided that we'd give that a try tonight. And like I say, we're going to do three. You don't have to stand up. Um, I mean, you can if you want to, but I don't want anybody to get hurt, because sometimes... We still think we're competitive and we don't realize how our knees and ankles don't do what they used to. So you can just raise your hand or raise your Bible and I'll call on you. And if you're willing and want to, I'll let you read that verse. 
So we'll start with an easy one. Now, I, I should tell you, yeah, like some of you have already done, to put your, close your Bible, hold it up like this, hands on each cover. Uh, I'm not going to accuse you of cheesy, cheating if you don't. Um, I certainly understand uh, wanting an advantage because who doesn't want to be first? First verse, Psalms 106, verse 1. Go. Yeah. I'm giving some of the slower ones a chance. Sorry. <laughs> Brother Daniel Selstrom. <laughs> Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Thank you. Great, great verse. <laughs> uh, well, I could say that I spent a lot of years in Oklahoma, and you can only give one instruction. So when you say the verse, you can't expect somebody to think that you're going to tell them go also. You just expect them to go. But I won't do that because I don't want to pick on people from Oklahoma. Um, so anyway, when I call out the verse, you can go ahead and go for it. Okay. All right. The next one is Ephesians 5.20. All right, Miss Michelle. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Awesome. Great verses. Thank you. Okay, have we set a pattern? We're moving up the chain as, as far as age goes. So I'm, I'm expecting somebody with a little bit of, to, uh, oh, not necessarily. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, last one. Daniel six ten. All right, Caesar. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows were being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He knew upon his knees three times a day before he gave thanks before his God as he did. All right. Thank you, sir. And like I say, I just picked three. I had a list of about 15 here, and I thought we could go for a while. I like it. I always have. Um, I'm, anymore, especially, I'm not a big sports fan, per se, of professional sports or things like that. But I like competition when it's scriptural, and that's about as scriptural a <laughs> competition as you can get and, and I was always thought it was thought it was fun in um, Southern Baptist churches they have what they call Bible drill and they do it's a big ex, big extensive thing with the kids and they have national competitions and everything it's it's it was amazing for me to watch it um, and it's all strictly organized and everything but uh and those those kids work hard but they also all have the exact same bible they they all get the exact same bible nationwide uh it's from the same company same paper so there's no no uh chance of you know getting an advantage or whatever but but anyway i i love bible drills i can remember it from when i was really small and could just 
just begin to read and try to know the books of the Bible, <clears throat> that's um, a challenge in itself. I'm thankful for all the years I've um, been able to attend church and go to church and participate in those things. <clears throat> okay, let's, um, let's look at a few more verses this evening. I'm not going to keep you long, and I, that's a promise. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a preparation thing. Nehemiah chapter 12. And verse 27, Nehemiah 12:27. And at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with thanksgiving and with singing, with cymbals, psalteries, and with harps. So they had a thanksgiving service at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem. Well, that's, you know, that's a construction project. That's exactly, I mean, it was for uh, safety, for protection from the enemies, but it was a construction pro project building a wall around the city. Um, and so there's, uh, and we've, some of you read three other passages that talks about Thanksgiving. There's Thanksgiving for all different types of things, and that is historically true. Uh, the Jews had times of Thanksgiving. What is considered uh, our modern-day Thanksgiving came basically from the harvest. But the interesting thing that, <laughs> that the historians point out is that celebrating the harvest in November in the states of Massachusetts and Virginia is kind of out of sync with things because the harvest was long past by that time of the year up in that part of the country. I'm not that familiar with up there. And for free, I don't care that much about going up there. I like it down south. But, uh, but that's, uh, you know, the harvest here generally we're done by... Well, most of it's burned up by July if it hadn't already been picked uh, of anything that's been planted that we eat. So um, it, it makes sense. But they picked that time. There was so many interesting things about Thanksgiving historically in this country. Um, the, the Puritans were upset because the local governments, some of the governors, I think Bradford, I think was one of their names of the governors way back there in the 1600s. And some of they started trying to organize Thanksgiving statewide or whatever you want to call it, area-wide, community-wide. And so the Puritans got upset and they go, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want any, anything that's secular connected with our worship. So we don't want the, the state doing Thanksgiving. We don't want the state doing Easter. We don't want the state doing Christmas. <laughs> and so the Puritans decided they weren't going to celebrate any of them. And I'm going, well, that's an interesting concept. And that's been almost 400 years ago. So um, there's always been some, been some rebels about church and state separation. And, of course, we think the government should, the state should stay out of the church's business, and that's the way it should be. But uh, uh, it's, it's interesting, all of the things that have come up and, and been discussed about 
times of thanksgiving, but again, historically in the scriptures and in the world in general, times of thanksgiving have been celebrated for a long, long time, uh, for, since the beginning, basically. And so it, there's nothing, nothing at all um, wrong with Thanksgiving. It is a national holiday for us. It's celebrated in Canada. It's celebrated in Australia. Um, and some of the islands, uh, I can't think, but off, off the East Coast anyway, down through there, Trinidad and some of those, um, not celebrated in the entire world, obviously, as we celebrate it. But it is still, there are, most countries have times of Thanksgiving, whether uh, it's in November or not, and most, many of them are not. Let's look in um, Luke chapter 22. I'm sorry? Oh, Luke chapter 22. Mm-hmm. Verse 17, Luke twenty-two seventeen, And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. So thanks was given at what we call the Lord's Supper. Sometimes the term communion is used. Um, primarily, they're, or mostly, they're interchangeable terms. But the Lord gave thanks. Instituting the Lord's Supper, even though that represented his body and his blood that he was preparing uh, soon to shed for us. But yet he gave thanks, didn't he? Because it was part of God's will, God's plan. And so we can give thanks for everything that happens in our lives. Again, even though we may not at all understand what God's plan is, we can and should give thanks. Um, some of the things that we often give thanks for, we often give thanks for our food. Um, we pray for over our meals. Uh, I'm always impressed and encouraged uh, in a restaurant where I see others bow their head and, and pray over their meal. I have no idea what religion they may, may be, whether or not they're actually even Christians or not, but it's encouraging that not everybody is ashamed or afraid, maybe more so than anything in today's world, to publicly be seen praying. Um, because we do live in a world where it's not, not very popular anymore, and it's um, oftentimes forbidden to publicly show worship to God. Obviously, we see that the Lord gave thanks even for His own sacrifice, in the book of Ephesians, and we'll not turn there, but Paul gave thanks for the help that was given him on his journeys. Um, they suffered mightily in places. They did without. They were shipwrecked. All kinds of things happened. But 
the Lord always gave them help and brought them on to their next place um, safely, maybe a little wet and bedraggled, <clears throat> and maybe a little hungry at times, but always brought them on to the next place. Um, in 1 Timothy, we're told to, uh, about prayer and to be thankful that we can pray to our Father. Um, we should be thankful to serve. Uh, we can, well, let's turn to Hebrews 13, 15. Let's just turn to that one. <clears throat> if I can find Hebrews. May have to do a Bible drill. There it is. Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And I, I love that verse. It has a whole lot in it. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise continually. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And certainly... He should always receive all the credit for everything that's done that he provides for us and does for us. And then in Revelation chapter 4, and let's see which verse. Let's start in verse 6. Revelations 4, 6. And before the throne there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts, full of eyes, before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf. And the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle." And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. That is an amazing passage to me, and I have no explanation, no description other than what those verses say of what those beasts are like, but it is amazing. And of course, oftentimes we use the word beast in a negative sense, and this is not a negative thing at all, uh, but it is amazing to, to think that constantly and Always, they rest day and night, it says in verse nine, not eight, excuse me, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. 24 7. They're saying that. And the 24 elders cast their crowns, the crowns that are given them, uh, before the throne. And 
I'm pretty sure that's where a, a lot of, or is one of the base pass, passages for we will receive a crown. Those of us that are Christians that have, and serve the Lord and we'll have the opportunity to give those crowns back to our Heavenly Father because He has created all things uh, and it's for His pleasure that everything was created and we'll, we'll have that opportunity in eternity to worship Him 24-7 uh, and be thankful and we'll want to be thankful 24-7 for what He's done for us. And I, we can't praise him and thank him enough in this life, but we'll get the opportunity to praise him forever in eternity. And I just thank the Lord for that. I, I thank the Lord that he saved my soul and that I get to go to heaven one day and see a lot of people. A lot of friends and family that have already gone before. But I also believe that I will be much more thrilled seeing my Heavenly Father and my Savior than even those that have gone before that I love and cherish from this life because He's the one that made it all possible. Brother Daniel, would you dismiss us in prayer this evening, please, sir?